This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Today we're going to talk about survival kitchens, smokehouses, outside cooking, and overall, you know, getting your food together. So, right. Kevin, what do you got? Well, it's a it's a, a basic survival uh, necessity. You got to eat, got, and sometimes you know, I like to eat. I don't know. Yeah. You know, eventually uh, we'll have some pictures <laughs> up there, and you'll tell. I right, like to eat. Right, and you know, we don't always have electricity to uh, to get us get us cooking. Sometimes we have to uh, survive with uh, outdoor skills. Right. So, um, you know, I've been doing, I do a lot of uh, outdoor cooking. Okay. And even just, uh, you know, think about the power of being out. Uh, you know, you've got a grill. You should have a grill. You should know I how to operate your, your propane grill. You should know how to operate a charcoal grill. Yeah. Uh, those are two right off the bat uh, basic ideas. And most people have a grill. Just uh, you want to make sure. I like to have um, two cans of propane. Yeah. You know, one that's always full and one that's on the grill. That way when I right. run out. I can just switch them out instead yeah. of having to stop them. I like to do to that, store. although I have to admit, I have one that's nearing empty, and the other two are also <laughs> empty, because, you know, we're all lazy and don't get around to it. Mm-hmm. I, I try and do the exact same thing, where I have one backup and one whatever, and then actually somebody gave me one the other day. They were moving and mm-hmm. whatever. They dropped off another tank, so, yep. you know, but yeah, having the extra propane, that buys you time to transition into whatever, you know, if right. the need arises. Or if the weak power outage comes, mm-hmm. you're good for the week and you don't have to think twice. 
And also, it's awkward when you're having the barbecue and you got your friends <laughs> and over. And everyone's over and you have a bunch of half-cooked and meat. You, <laughs> you have the half-cooked meat, you yeah. know. So that's kind of, you know, an issue. You know, but, what's yeah. uh, what a uh, good idea is that uh, somebody brought up to me, I didn't think about it, but keep your eyes open around um, uh, garage sales, yard sales, because okay. a lot of people have the old, crappy, rusted-up propane tanks. Yeah, you swap them out, you just, right? Yeah, just take them in. I know, I've even brought ones that are out of date. I mm-hmm. didn't even realize they have date codes on the tank. It mm-hmm. makes sense because they start rusting out and right. whatever. And yeah, they take them and yeah. no problem because the kid who's working the thing at you know, yeah, Lowe's or whatever. Zero crabs. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, uh, I uh, also uh, try and keep my hand pretty good with the charcoal grill. Okay. Just because... Uh, you know, because it's a, it, you know, some people like the taste better, but it's a lot more difficult to cook with. Okay. You and, know what uh, I found? It, I, I cook a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I cook a lot outside with the grill. Right. I mean, I would say, honestly, you know, at least 60% of our dinners, I cook on uh-huh. the grill all year long, winter, summer. And what happens is, say every third time is some kind of chicken, you get all that chicken fat and every, you know, nonsense in there. It catches on fire and burns my burgers and everything yeah. the next time. You know, I'm cooking. Everything seems great. I go in the house for a minute. I come out. And, and there's it's flames. freaking 1,400 degrees. And <laughs> uh, there's flames. And the siding's melting off the house. It's uh, just not good. So what I did to correct this is I have one of these. It's weird. I bought this cheap grill. I used to have a nice fancy one. I bought this cheap grill that has a tray that you can put charcoal in it. Or uh-huh. if you pull out the tray, it has the propane burners. Mm-hmm. And the way it actually works is you can put in the tray, load up the charcoal, light it up, and it uh, heats up the charcoal uh-huh. with the propane. And then you're good to go like almost right away. And it's awesome. So I do that. But anyway, the point is I don't have the grease fires anymore because mm-hmm. the charcoal, it completely eliminates that. And it's way better to get like an even consistent temperature. Right. And I'm liking that. You know, I know King of the Hill, you're supposed to not taste the charcoal, but uh-huh. consistent even temperature is nice. Right. But anyway, right. as you were. Yeah. Well, when I was a young man, I remember uh, I lived next door to a um, pretty interesting character. He's okay. a in and out of prison type convict. And uh, he had all sorts of stories about cooking in prison with, with irons and uh, all sorts of ridiculous stuff. But he was the self-proclaimed grill master grill master self-proclaimed anyway all right but uh i remember we did have a uh, a massive hurricane power outages no gas no refrigerators and uh during the hurricane during the high winds and everything he took the grill out chained it up to a couple of posts in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) and sure as hell had some decent burgers nice and uh we were probably the only one that had a hot meal that night the only ones there i like it but um you know, getting used to uh, cooking outside is a good uh, prepper mindset, you know. Um, have you ever heard of a solar oven? Solar oven. I have seen them. Uh, I've never tried one. Yeah. I've seen some. Well, I've seen some basic things. ones. They're they're a little sketchy, you know. All right. But uh, you can make one just out of a pizza box. All right. Uh, Tell if you me took more. a pizza box, you say, uh, you cut the lid, cut a square out of the lid, tilt it up, wrap it in foil, and... Uh, then you're gonna paint the bottom of the box black. All right, absorb the sun. Yep. Kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Roll up newspaper and tape it around the inside, and put some uh, some cellophane, some uh, plastic wrap across the top. All right. Now, temperature's only in that one. It's only gonna get up to about 200 degrees. 
but you're making it with stuff that you've got, you know, you've handy. got handy yeah. right there in, in your in your house. Um, you know, you could get really fancy though with big, uh, you know, tin tin things to direct yeah, the sunlight really towards focus, it and you know, panels to yep. focus some light. All and right. you can get all sorts of fancy, you know, you can make one with uh, like a MIT tech and, and really get it going. But, all right. um, you know, it's something to keep in mind, yeah. maybe look it up and have an idea how to make one before you need to. All right. Um, now on these camping trips and stuff you've done, have you ever uh, had anybody bring out one of these, the pre-made solar ones? No. The ones they buy? No, I actually, no? Um, I actually, uh, I know a lot of people that have made them just uh, as class projects and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And I've never used one that I bought or never invested serious money into making a a serious one. But uh, if you need to melt some cheese on some nachos, that 200 degrees ain't too bad. All right. I like melted cheese on my nachos, so, (laughs) you know, that works. Um, All right. You were telling me about uh, other, uh, like, campfire cooking. What uh? What yeah, you well, got there? when I was a young man, I I uh, spent spent some time in uh, South America. Beef, uh, Argentina, their chief export is beef. Okay, you know they grow they grow beef and they're proud of it, and that's all all they do. And so what they you know every night is a cookout night. I like cookouts. And uh, remember, um, one of the guys uh, I was I was working with there didn't speak uh, English very well, and I didn't speak Spanish very well. But uh, he dug out a big pit, filled it with a, uh, you know, little bonfire, got some coals going, and then set up racks, racks and racks of grills on top of it. And he just sat out there, great big rotund man, just uh, laying on the ground, turning yeah. stuff over. And uh, one of the one of the big chunks of chicken fell in the dirt, and he looked around and looked at me, <laughs> said shh, <laughs> and threw it back on the grill. But a little dirt never hurt anybody. Nope. Um, but uh. Went with uh, went with a, uh, a couple of people and uh, uh, one of the local women there up to um, uh, spend some time up uh, with the, in the uh, jungle with some of the natives of that area, yeah. and they're all starving to death. Apparently, um, when the white people showed up, they had their witch doctors curse the land so nothing could grow there. That's smart. So the white people stayed away, but now they're all starving to death. <laughs> uh, but you know, she. Uh, the woman that, that came up with us, she was an old pro with this man, got the coals going, All right. laid out three logs in a triangle pattern, and just got a big pot, threw it right on top, filled right it up with logs. some water and, and whatever else she was throwing in there, like a stone soup kind of thing, whatever she had handy. Nice. And man, the kids from that village just all like gathered around. As soon as they smelt that food, they just all gathered around and started sitting down waiting. Nice. But um, I was pretty impressed with how easily she threw together that, that and you know, it was an excellent meal, you know, excellent stew. And uh, she just threw it together like nothing. You know, she was so used to it. Right. Uh, you know, cooking outside is is definitely a skill that yeah that you you need to learn before you can be good at it. Right. And that's you know that's I think what you know partly we wanted to talk about is mm-hmm. you know you just want to be able where you can get used to it, get in the habit. Because man, if you need to just buy one little thing or whatever, mm-hmm. it's nice to do it when the stores are open and you can plan ahead. Right. Now. I see, like they have for the fire pits, I go to, you know, the camping stores, whatever, mm-hmm. Camp Morgan or whatever, and they have those uh, metal grills, like you'll have a pole and you have three or four metal grills you can slide over the fire to get different heights. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. And maybe if I step up my blacksmithing abilities, I can work something out, but 
they want a fortune for those. You know, I guess anything with wrought iron, whatever, they mm-hmm. when it weighs a lot, it's a pain in the butt. But bottom line, they're all like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Yeah, I found one, uh, uh, not to cut you off, but yeah, I yeah. found one at Walmart. It uh, was, was aluminum poles, okay. hollow poles, a tripod that had a chain down from the middle right. that held the grill up, and you could raise the grill up now, and down. Now, it's a grill... And they came with that, yeah. Whatever the okay. tripod and the grill, and it was only about uh, about ten or twelve bucks. Now ten or twelve and bucks then, is a little more of my budget. Yeah, so and it only works. weighed about a pound and a half. It's a little bit big because and of the grill. And it works for the camping trip. Yeah. you know, it's a little awkward to carry, but it's uh, you know when you're going to be doing a lot of cooking in one place, okay. you know, if you're camping out for a week in one spot, great thing to have. Okay. Very handy. Um, yeah, no, I like that. I. Uh, a lot of the different stuff. Now, I built some stuff at, in my yard, and, and there's other stuff that I plan to build in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a guy set up where went to Lowe's, bought a bunch of rocks to make, uh, if you picture in your head, like a uh, like you have the wishing well, mm-hmm. and you have the little stone mm-hmm. you know, circle. And he basically set it up where it had small spaces in between the rocks, and they were staggered. So you have air coming in from either side. Did that through some uh, the fire rock bricks mm-hmm. on the bottom. Then he uh, he set a uh, triangle. He basically took some angle iron and bent it. Mm-hmm. Set up a triangle on the bottom. Put a like ten dollar uh, grill cover from Lowe's. Threw mm-hmm. it on there. Was throwing charcoal on it. And then at the top of the well, threw another big you know cooking grill set on top and charcoal oven instant easy it's awesome Mm -hmm. and it looks cool you have the nice and honestly you could do it with wood when you run out it's gonna Mm -hmm. work it's not gonna be as nice as charcoal charcoal is pretty sweet i gotta say but how cool are you just whipping it together it looks nice it's a conversation piece it's fun Mm -hmm. and i mean just stuff like that is simple right now right and and it's cost free once you get once you have it together you know, you just, just get the charcoal or just get the wood. And, and, you know, the real trick with cooking over a fire is getting down to the coals. Right. You want a nice hot bed. And you can work that just like you can work a charcoal grill. Right. You know, you just got to give it time, let it actually burn, heat up, and then, and you know, so it'll retain that heat for, for a while. Yeah, no. It really, I mean, just simple things like that. But if you plan and you do it, when you can go buy a bunch of rocks and whatever, right. then you're ready to go when problems strike. Now, I've had this vision for a, a while back. I bought a, a book on um, like gutting your, you know, gutting deers and, and your own meat and figured I could step up my game a little bit and mm-hmm. do things a little better. Maybe there's an easier way. And, and I found some pretty cool stuff and, and I like it. But they talked about smokehouses and smoking your meat. Mm-hmm. and how cool it is now from what i read it says you know you may love smoked meat but it's really not the healthiest thing mm-hmm. long term yeah but if you kill a deer and you don't have a refrigerator smoking your meat is kind of the good thing unless you're right. really stuffing your face right. you know and it's better to die of cancer when you're 80 than starve <laughs> to death when you're 25 it. you know so i mean you know it's maybe not the ideal it should be more like a treat or something than mm-hmm. the, the norm but again, if that's what you got, and that's the only way you're getting meat, then right. you do what you got to do. Right. And if you don't so, know how to do it, when it starts, exactly. then you're, you're already behind the curve. And that's it. You know, this is information, you know, people are curious, they don't know. 
and something you want to kind of plan out. So I was looking at, at different things and they had some samples of how to do it. And the setup is they made a, um, a, a firebox, you know, just a, uh, like a brick, if you imagine like a brick oven kind of thing with just the hole, you know, to light the fire. Mm-hmm. Then out the back, they ran four inch like dryer pipe, you know, vent pipe. Mm-hmm. And they angled it up like up a hill. And what they did is they built, if you imagine like an outhouse type building mm-hmm. out of wood, they ran the smoke. So it comes up in the floor of that, you know, kind of like you picture a smokehouse in your head mm-hmm. and they just sell old oven grates. Or I saw it, the guy's, what they want to do is they want to hang the meat, hang the fish, hang whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had hooks. And what they did in this case was took a bunch of grills, hung hooks on it, and uh, were hanging the meat off of that. And basically the dryer pipe just came up. And so they'd run a fire in the mm-hmm. one. And they put a uh, thermometer in the side. And they put a uh, air vent in the smokehouse to be able mm-hmm. to regulate the temperature and keep tabs on it. And... Uh, that was it really simple so in my mind i got going and i was like i can expand on this i can make it cool you know whatever Mm -hmm. so then i'm like well what if you know i put just a big grill over the firebox kind of thing Mm -hmm. so now i can be grilling over wood i'm killing it and then what i i'm thinking is a a big metal plate that i could take the grill off put the metal plate on if i want to direct the smoke Mm -hmm. but i can also because how cool are you when you're eating and cooking some of the meat and you're smoking the other half at the same right. time, everybody's happy. Uh-huh. It's a win. Now, the only part that I haven't worked out is once I started going with this and I'm like, if I'm going to build this big, you know, huge rock monstrosity in my yard and it's going to be awesome, you know, I want mm-hmm. it to be like the focal point of the fun. And uh, so what I'm thinking is I want to uh, have it so that the uh, has like an oven as mm-hmm. well and i've seen it like a, a wood oven kind yeah. of thing you know you have the wood fired pizza and the like mm-hmm. that and i want to be able to kind of set that on top and have another thing and you know just multifaceted i haven't quite worked that out i've been looking at pictures online and trying to find different things but definitely your standard smoker is very simple you know mm-hmm. just building that firebox running the pipe but how cool is it when you can go buy the brick and the different things and get everything right. easy instead of trying to dig up rocks and, uh-huh. you know, work it out or, you know, find in the pipe right. or whatever. It's nothing when you can go buy it, uh-huh. you know. And I just, planning ahead like that, it's something that you can use and have fun with all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how cool are you, you know, having your big barbecues, whatever, and how cool are you having smoked meat? Right. And then when things turn maybe a little south, one, you're already used to it. Mm-hmm. You've mastered the art of cooking outside. You have, you know, all the stuff set up and you, you know, have gotten all the little things you need to keep it going nice and working out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of excited and uh, that's the big plan for uh, the spring. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I'll have some uh, pictures of designs linked to, uh, linked uh, in the show notes and you can also check it out under articles in uh, preppingbadass.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there'll be one on do your own smokehouse. So, you know, I put up some of the plans that I've been looking at. And hopefully if I have more uh, information, I'll be able to update that and mm-hmm. keep it going. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who is a, uh, who's a uh, uh, co-worker with uh, one of my brothers. And yeah. uh, he's a, a veteran of the, uh, he's a uh, Serbian uh, national uh, artilleryman. Serbians. 
and uh, he's just an interesting character. Uh, I ate over lunch at his house, and it was a uh, plum plum liquor that he made himself. Okay. That he, distilled himself cheese that he made himself bread that he baked himself and uh meats that he smoked himself yeah and um he uh was pretty pretty much an all-around living off the land type of uh character and i uh, just got hooked up with some uh old lady who was a super rich artist and uh he just lived a nice life but he had the time to actually uh, do these things right you know when you have a job when you have to go in every day you nice. can't you can't necessarily invest as much time in, as you'd like to right in uh, uh, perfecting these arts so it's uh something to keep in mind do on the weekends do uh do in the evenings even if you you cook one meal on the grill once a, once a week you're a step ahead you know right. if you can uh if you can figure out how to make the uh the vegetables and and season the meats and grill the meats uh, there's something to be said about that. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, before we wrapped it up is um, uh, on the uh, shit hits the fan days. Yes. Uh, you might be the one that's cooking outside when everybody else doesn't have food. Right. Uh, so you might want to kind of think about that. Keep that in mind. Uh, not necessarily share with all your neighbors uh, the fact that you've you've stored up you know your foods and and when they smell the food cooking right you might want to be in somewhat of a, a secured place you know putting up up, up a fence around your backyard might at least keep them from knowing right away where uh where that food smell is coming from uh, but i don't uh, know when people are hungry i think they're gonna find the food they're gonna but... find it it depends on how hungry they are and it depends on how uh willing you are to uh share your food with uh with your friends and neighbors yeah, I know we've, we've talked about it in the past about, you know, you're in, in the home security episode and different mm-hmm. things and like that. But uh, maybe they should know that I'm the neighbor who's not afraid to shoot somebody <laughs> that comes into my lawn, you know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Maybe I sometimes I, I I beat my neighbor's dogs just uh, just, just so, so they, they know that I'm, I'm not somebody to mess around with. That's no, it. That's never know? actually happened. You show them. No. <laughs> I would not beat my neighbor's dog, but... Yeah. With a two by four. Now your neighbor, that, that might be something. Yeah. But no, it might be him with a two by four. I did. Uh, uh, I did have uh, an issue with uh, my neighbor's dog. Got a big German Shepherd, right. and I bit one of my kids one time. And okay. I've never actually punched a dog in the face we until that, that day. Oh, well, that, that I did okay. punch the dog in the face, and uh, it corrected its attitude pretty quickly after yeah. that. Yeah. All right. No, I'm a little worried. How come when the dog bites you? That's not a big horrible thing for oh that dog oh my god horrible uh, offense but when you punch the dog in the face then that's uh you know what I mean I bit one of my neighbor's kids one day and it was a big issue you know <laughs> you know <laughs> their I'm dog sure bit my is. kid and that that's just normal that's okay that's just something dogs do yeah sadly the uh, standards of uh, society mm-hmm. seem to keep evolving and it's all you yeah. know relative and perspective. I think, you know, you keep hearing all these things with ISIS and they're like, oh, well, you know, if your seven-year-old goes around in a tank top, she's just saying, look, <laughs> yeah. I'm sexy, you know? Uh-huh. And in reality, you're like, oh, wait a minute. No, maybe the problem is you. Yeah. You should Maybe be. the problem is not how the girl dresses, but that you're a rapist. Maybe and that's the problem. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's accountable for that. It's all... Uh, you know, so they're saying all over Europe, well, were you going around with your shoulders exposed? Yeah. It sounds like, you know. Could people funny. see your ankles? We had we had <laughs> such the idea of the, uh, like, 
you know, protecting women and, and uh, you know, in college and people were like, well, she dressed slutty and, mm-hmm. you know, so that means that, you know, right. it was okay. And now we're like, oh, you wore a short sleeve shirt. That means it's okay. Or, <laughs> oh, you wore a long sleeve shirt, but your head wasn't covered. So obviously that was the green yeah. light. Well, you know, there's the, there's that line that keeps getting pushed back. Now now they have to start covering up their eyes too. Yeah. The burka isn't enough. They have to have sunglasses <laughs> underneath the burka. I don't know. It just it, it's funny how societal shift, you know. Yeah. The standards change so much from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all just, you know, it's just disturbing to me. You know, the, yeah. the culture shifts and somehow what was acceptable and completely normal, you know, a while ago is now, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you know, that's an outrage. And I know those are the extremes, but it's funny because in Europe, that's what they seem to be doing. Oh, right. you need to cover yourself up because... You know, you're taunting them. Right. And right. that's just insane. Because obviously a man can't control himself, right? Has no control. I don't know. I guess this was big in my head. I just saw an <laughs> article the other day where an imam, uh, you know, one of these uh, priests or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. From the clerics from, and their yeah, moms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's, uh, he's like, well, you know, a five to seven year old girl can be sexy to a man, even their own father's. And it's their responsibility to be what? covered up. And I'm like, what? How does this? That's seem somebody. Acceptable? Yeah. I'm like, See, that's somebody that needs to be insane. put down, in my opinion. You know? I'm like, this guy's a you know sick animal, uh-huh. and somehow, oh, but if you speak bad about their religion, but right? No, you're, then you're sick. an asshole, right? You know, I I don't get it. That's mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and people who. You know, and to put it on the victim, oh, well, you know, you should have... Right. You know, men can't be helped to control themselves. Mm -hmm. And how we've somehow decided in society this is somehow acceptable that we can even hint at the idea. Right. You know, that, oh, you know, the person shouldn't address that way. You're Mm -hmm. provoking them. I mean, that's... How are people not accountable for themselves? It's just insane. Men, men need to be responsible for the the people around them you yeah. know just that that's just the idea of being a man protecting the people around you that are more vulnerable and 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 less able to defend themselves not the other way around you shouldn't yeah. be just because you're stronger doesn't mean you ought to be the predator you ought to be the you know the one watching out for everybody but you know muhammad had a had a seven-year-old wife i mean he was a good guy though muhammad because he waited until she was nine before they consummated well, nine, the marriage you know, so because I mean, she yeah. was sexy at five to seven, <laughs> right? But, but he had, had a little bit of history. Maybe that's why they were like, "You're yeah. going to be the leader." <laughs> when You're I the look boss. At you, I, yeah, I see self control. Mm-hmm. So that only makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to outdoor cooking, though. If you want to leave uh, leave us a review, tell us some stories about uh, some uh, disasters or uh, uh, amazing recipes that you had. Um, Leave us a review, and uh, you can check us out on uh, preppingbadass.com, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, see you next week.
think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.